Welcome to the Innovation and Compliance Podcast, part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Join us every week as we talk with industry innovators who are making compliance to help business run more efficiently and at the end of the day, more profitably. Here's your host, Tom Fox. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox back for another episode. And today I have with me Amy Hilbert. Amy is with CasePoint, and we're going to explore what CasePoint does, but more importantly, what I think they can do for the compliance professional. So, Amy, first of all, welcome, and thank you for taking the time to visit with me today. Thank you, Tom. So, could you detail for us a little bit about your professional background? Sure. I actually worked in various different industries, but mostly focused on data solutions. So web solutions, applications, products that are all around different ways to analyze and use data to help with workflows and making smarter decisions. I actually started out in health IT, working on several kind of as an analyst on several data products and then moved into business to business world and then most of my career with the government. Starting out kind of on the business analysis side and working up through project management, account management, and then now on the executive side of things. So what is your role at CasePoint? So I was actually brought into CasePoint to help build out the CasePoint government. So I'm creating an organization that's focused on government entities, so federal, state, and local, and international government, and kind of putting in place the key pieces that are a little bit different. I mean, working with the government's a little bit different than working with the private sector. So making sure that we've got the right staff, the right processes in place, also, the right kind of contracting methods. GSA schedule is very important in the government. Security controls in place. So FedRAMP, we're working towards from the government side and then just kind of building awareness out. So could you tell us a little bit about the uh, services and products of CasePoint? Yep. So CasePoint is an e-discovery. Well, it's actually a legal technology platform. It was built initially. The first kind of component of the platform is e-discovery. So Law firms, corporations, government agencies use CasePoint to help work through large volumes of data so they can narrow it down to key pieces that they need either for a FOIA request, for an investigation, for certifications, you know, to be able to certify a company or to actually go do litigation. Amy, I observe, or at least in my reading and research to prepare for this podcast, a trend of government agencies moving towards the cloud. If that trend is correct, given the security and compliance in e-discovery is a particular concern for federal agencies because of the sensitivity of data, data integrity, defensibility, and data protection, what do you see in that realm? Yeah, so government, I mean, I think the trend of government moving to the cloud has been going on for a long time. Government, of course, is a little bit slower to adopt to some of the newer technologies. I don't think it's kind of a lack of desire or knowledge. I think government is just kind of a big ship to steer. An agency has a lot more components in place. But I think that there's a little bit more willingness and kind of incentive for them to move to the cloud. A lot of that has been driven by the cloud smart policy. It was originally cloud first, where there was almost a kind of you must do applications in the cloud. I think they took another look at that and thought, let's let's look at the applications that make the most sense to move to the cloud. And a lot of that, as you mentioned, is based on data sensitivity. FedRAMP, you know, has been in place for a bit, but it's really kind of continuing to evolve. And I think agencies feel a little bit more comfortable from a security perspective that FedRAMP has put kind of controls and policies in place in a way to evaluate 
vendors to make sure that they have those correct security controls in place to protect the data. Amy, I was wondering if you might be able to discuss the unique technical security, regulatory, and even compliance requirements that government agencies face as they move to the cloud. I think everybody has the challenge of corporations and government have to look at their risk posture before moving to the cloud. I think with government agencies, I mean, if Amazon has a data breach, that's a big deal. If a government agency like Department of Justice has a data breach, it's an even bigger deal. You know, they have inherent kind of mission and mandate to protect the data of the citizens. So they have a lot more to go through. So I think as we talked about, like the for government agencies, anything that goes into the cloud has to be FedRAMP certified. So they have that one requirement that helps kind of make sure that they're protecting their data correctly. Amy, I was really intrigued to discover that CasePoint government will be used exclusively as part of the partnership with the Securities and Exchange Commission on a new e-discovery cloud pilot project. Many of my listeners have to deal with the FCPA, certainly public company compliance practitioners. So I was wondering if you might be able to speak or give us a few words about CasePoint's work with the SEC and how or why CasePoint was chosen for this project. Sure. So yeah, as you mentioned, we're working with the SEC in a pilot mode. They're they're looking into the feasibility of moving their e-discovery from their on-premise environment to a cloud environment. So they're testing out, one, you know, can they securely put the data in a cloud environment? Does it help reduce costs? Does it increase efficiency? Is the functionality robust enough to support what they need? They've actually spent a lot of thought and time in this initiative, you know, kind of getting it started. Their procurement process was one of the more rigorous ones I've been through. It actually tested every part of our company, and I was really proud of our ability to really kind of stand out amongst our competitors in that. They really made sure that it wasn't, you know, sometimes it's just a lot of creative writing that can help get you in the door or a beauty contest. They went to kind of great extents to make sure that they were really picking solid solution based on the functionality and capabilities of the company. So we had to take in their data. They, you know, they gave us a data test where we had to process some complex data. They actually went into the application and tested it against their requirements. And we had an orals presentation where we brought in like the key personnel. So they really were looking at all aspects. So I think the key for CasePoint was our ability to handle some of those complex data types that we received. We work with a lot of different law firms and corporations, and we have fortunate to have people on our team that have a lot of expertise in dealing with that. Amy, that really brings up a point I wanted to explore that CasePoint is not simply a platform, a tool, or or a technological solution. It's obviously made up of people, but project management is a key part of CasePoint. And your description of this, the interview and bidding process with the SEC, I thought really drove home the project management component and how CasePoint can work with a law firm. It can work with the Securities and Exchange Commission. It can work with a corporation to develop a program and even, I love your word, workflow process that works for that organization. Would that be a fair assessment? Yeah, I think that's a very fair assessment. And yeah, I agree. Our project managers are really integral to making it a success. I mean, every agency, every corporation, every law firm is a little bit different. Some of them are moving from paper-based and have never used technology before to, you know, some that have are kind of intrinsically like vested in the technology they have now. So there is a lot of process re-engineering, 
with them. And we also don't want it to be kind of a straight plug and play. We want to make sure that they really are leveraging the technology to get the most efficiencies in their workflow. So we want them to, you know, not just start using case, but we want to make sure that they're using it and the best way possible. So our project managers help kind of drive them towards that. Many of my listeners are compliance professionals and they work in anti-corruption compliance. That means the FCPA. So I was particularly interested in a case study you have on your website. Of course, it was anonymous to protect the names of the individuals and corporations involved, but there was a forensic matter, which was quote, processed at speed, end quote, in FCPA litigation. I was wondering if you might be able to describe that for our listeners. Sure. And we actually do a lot of FCPA work. For that particular case study, there was a large volume of data. It was about eight terabytes of data, but they had a very tight deadline. They also had some challenging data within that, the corpus of data they provided. There was forensic data. They were dealing with different languages. Our team was able to kind of get in, assess that data, and figure out the best way to process it so that their key to being able to do analytics on data is maintaining the metadata that's part of the original data source. So you've got to be really kind of thoughtful about how you do that. So we were able to kind of take their forensic data and run it through the original tool so that we're pulling out all the pieces of metadata and they could quickly get through that large volume of data to get to the key information they needed. We're also dealing with users that were in the U.S. and then also international. And then you had talked about a complex Department of Justice fraud case that your workflow process really helped. I was wondering if you might be able to describe that as well. Sure, yeah. And I think you may see a trend now. Both of these case studies that you bring up, as well as many of our case studies that we have with our clients, deal with kind of our expertise with data and the thoughtfulness with how we work with the data. Again, you're only going to get the value out of it if you spend the time up front to work through the data that you're processing. So with that particular case, we were working with somebody who was working up against the Department of Justice. And the data we received from the Department of Justice when we evaluated it didn't have the metadata that you would typically see in the data. I don't think it was necessarily DOJ's any fault to Department of Justice. It was probably the platform that they were using or the contractors they were working with possibly. But we had expert testimony go to court and put a case forward to get the NATA files. So once we were able to get the NATA files in, our client was able to evaluate that and be able to show that the merits of the case were not strong enough. And that's how they were able to win that, get that case you know, thrown out or reversed. And that was also a larger volume of data. It was about six terabytes of data that we processed in six days. We also had One of the benefits of the cloud solution, we had multiple counsel, so there were different parties involved, but they were all able to share cost and use a single database. Both of those case studies, once again, emphasize to me the service services component of case point, as well as the workflow process, which enabled the end user, whether it be a law firm, whether it be the government or corporation, to quickly and efficiently be able to use the data that you've been able to synthesize for them. Would you also agree with that? Yes, I do. Yeah. I think that all those are key, having the data in place, having the workflow, having the right people trained and able to get in and evaluate that data quickly and get pull out the relevant information. And really, it's that last point that 
certainly lawyers in the litigation process are going to be familiar with uh, the discovery process, with document discovery, pulling that information. But oftentimes in a corporation, compliance practitioners who are lawyers may not understand or be able to pull as quickly other types of information. So having that sort of in-house expertise that you can help assist either identifying or even putting in front of the appropriate compliance to interpret it seems critical to me. Amy, unfortunately, we are near the end of our time, but I was wondering if listeners wanted more information, where could they go? Yeah, sure. They can go to our website, www.casepoint.com. Well, Amy, this has been a fascinating discussion. I'm going to be uh, interested to see the results when you can tell us about the pilot program, because as I said, many of our listeners work closely with the SEC in a wide variety of areas in corporate governance, reporting, et cetera. So you may be able to come back and uh, educate us some more. Yeah, that sounds great. Thank you. Thanks again. Thanks. Bye. If you're a compliance professional looking for a convenient and effective way to fulfill your continuing education requirements, go to fcpacompliancereport.com slash courses and choose from four hour-long training packages that will keep you current. That's fcpacompliancereport.com slash courses.